0: I've been searching, so tell me where can I find him? I've looked in all the directions, every sign gives. I need to find someone to put this all behind us. Someone to save the world, so tell me where is Superman at? Hey, I've been searching, so tell me where can I find him? It's in all the directions, ever sign gives I need to find someone to put this all behind us Someone to save the world, so tell me where is Superman so, at? man in a cape in a movie once And a planet was safe when the movie's done All the bad guy plans, they were ruin them. And a the good guy won, it was stupid fun But I ain't seen that man,
1: sis no, quick, come back for the masses We got villains that are meaning mean the baddest Fiends from the bad guy scenes in theatrics And the bad guys all got mansions And the good guys see the finish last Then And the bad guys all live large in charge So
0: inside, you got colleagues clashing But don't let it get you down, Superman is real you don't gotta search the world for the man to steal All the fights you fought, all the nights you walked alone Come home, this man can heal uh-huh. Hey, I've been searching, so tell me where can I find him I've looked in all the directions, ever we signed I need to find someone to put this all behind us Someone to save the world, so tell me where is Superman at Hey, I've been searching, so tell me where can I find him I've looked in all the directions, ever we signed I need to find someone to put this all behind us Someone to save the world, so tell me where is well,
1: what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Kingpin, Big Drake, made man, radio show. Big Drake, what's up with your
0: boy? Oh, nothing much, man. I know it's been a while, family. I know it's been a while, but we doing the best we can do when we can do we it. We trying to make it work. I'm telling you, man.
1: I was We're hitting trying. up uh, uh, Jeff Knows Money the other day, and uh, he was like, uh, hey, bro, I keep refreshing the app. What a, what, what a, what a track <laughs> set. I said, I, I said, bro, yeah. we I, but I would only tell him. I said, Hey dog, you already know. We have a real coach on our show. I said, so guess yeah. what's coming up? I said, National Saturday. He was like, Oh, you right, you right, you right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we
0: gotta So you know, even in JUCO, we gotta we gotta be after
1: you, you on that cycle, man, and and we know that uh um do they do JUCO uh uh rankings
0: for assistant coaches? You know, they they don't. Um I kind of wish they did, and I kind of wish they, uh, they they don't. Uh, are they? I, I think I said that right. <laughs> it, well, listen, let, let, let's let's give them our disclaimer. It uh, it's early, six thirty in the morning. It's,
1: it's early, day. so we we tape it in. The, I'm telling you, we're trying to do all we can to
0: get we it we to y'all. To do all so, can. It. so we woke up early in the morning, and we trying to get it. So I I wish they did sometimes, uh-huh. but I'm happy they don't because I have a guy on my staff and. Him and I talk all the time. He's an awesome guy, and he—he's you know Barney Farah. You can Google him. He—he's the one that got railroaded for the old Miss stuff, okay. and he has a, a five-year band, which I don't think he deserved. Um, it he, college, he was the fall football. guy. He was the fall guy. Yeah, yeah. He—he—he he, he, he took the you know he, he got the bus ran over him, but he would always tell me stories about you know, he had a key role in getting this guy and that guy, and blah, 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 blah. He, he was fine. I mean, because the people in-house knew what was going on. I had a job. I was doing well. And then, you know, that birdie started charming to me, man, you should be getting credit for this. You know, the people outside the building need to know. He's And, and, and Barney's not an ego guy. He's very right. humble. That's right. But, and I and him and I always talk some a, a lot about sometimes the devil will use people, and they don't even know they're being used. But it may come off as their intentions are good, but it's really the devil working his magic. That's right. That's, that's he
1: he de- he <laughs> uses situations all the time, whether the people yeah. know it or not. Yep.
0: Yeah. So you know that birdie start chirping in his ear. And he like, man, you know what? Maybe, maybe I maybe I should start getting credit. <laughs> and then like a year later, he became either number one. I'm I'm not sure if it was number one, but it was at least the. The top three. I think he was number one, the number one recruit in the nation. Uh huh. And he said all that did was put a target on me. All it did was put a bullseye on my back.
1: Because then people try to start to question how he was getting making it happen.
0: Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, you know, it, it's. I mean, I. I mean, I, I'm human. I yeah. think everybody would like a little recognition. Right. But. No, it's Juco. I ain't doing nothing illegal. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I am not throwing walls of cash at these boys. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I ain't even taking I mean, ACTs for Because that's why no, they heal some of That's why they yeah. But, you know, it, it would be nice to get a little recognition, but I don't – I don't want people to start probing and thinking. You know, a lot yeah. of time, some people just automatically think the negative. That's right. That's, that's right. You're
1: right. You're right. You know I mean? why? Why he always goes there? Because I'm a good person. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> people like me. I got Jesus on my side. You a jerk. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be real, it's because don't nobody yeah. like you. They know no, mothers don't want you in their house. That's why you can't close mm-hmm. the deal. So
0: <laughs> I had one. I had one mother, and um, <laughs> I. In Kingpin, you know me as well as anybody. I'm 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 a real reserved person. That's right. On this show, I talk more than anything. I don't know what it is. I I I tell you a lot of stuff. So it's our alter egos here. Yeah, I guess, man. And I really don't share my feelings a lot, but on this show, I do. Anyway, so a couple, I guess, last season, last year around recruiting time, I kind of stumbled upon giving a speech. And I gave a speech, you stumbled a, upon a speech. I mean, really, I did. It, it was. It was kind of. It kind of just naturally happened. Well, ever since that day, it's been strategically planned by the head coach to make it appear like I stumbled upon it again. And so he's like, "Yeah, you need to. come in do this speech and, again. Yeah, you just kind of walk in. I'm like, "Hey, you want something? You want to say something? I'm like, "I said, you know. I'm like, but, but you know, it just. You know, God has been good to me. He's been, you know, He's given me the ability to public speak and, and all that stuff. So I, I really appreciate that. And I I, I love public speaking. But um, every time I've given, one I've gotten standing ovation, and one of the last times, one of the kids' mothers, a recruits' mothers, she came up to me and said, "Son, you are so anointed, so anointed, and you don't even know it. But I'm gonna tell you this: I don't care how long it take, I don't care where it's at, I'm gonna be front row at your first sermon." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Well, I really
1: appreciate that. Okay, Thank you. appreciate you. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is you gonna sign or not?" <laughs> yeah. So, so this same kid, this same kid was uh, a a big time JUCO recruit. He uh, he, if if he would have qualified, there's no way we would have got him. You know, we we get some qualifiers, but That's we right. get qualifiers that. You know
1: they they got to go get their year
0: two get the grades up so they can go on and get that. Well, that d no, 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 no. So a qualifier means they qualified academically. Oh yeah, okay, non- okay, yeah. So we, we we got. I mean, half of our team is made up with qualifiers, but you know they they choose to bet on themselves to get a bigger offer.
1: I got you. I got you.
0: You know, they but like to offer
1: me, but I believe I can get Michigan.
0: Yeah. So we we had a kid. Uh, that's the kid I kept calling Deshaun Watson and his name is Deshaun Crawford. <laughs> Troy offered him. Troy wanted him to come. He decided to stay. And he became like the the captain of the defense at Virginia Tech.
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. talked about that cat. He was a little yeah. smaller in statue, but they yeah, didn't he... see that hard and that motor.
0: Correct, yeah. correct. So you know it, it worked out well for him. And <clears throat> so this particular kid, he had every Juco in the world. I mean, really. A lot of a lot of kids, it's usually, you know, depending on where they're from, if they're from Mississippi and they're real good, of course they're going to have all the Mississippi. That's right. And I know I say this all the time, but you never know when you have a new listener. So the Mississippi League is like the SEC of Juco, JUCO Leagues. <laughs> you know? So –
1: I mean, and it's we, essential because they've made two or three shows off of just the Mississippi leagues.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So they, um, it, it's. I mean, we we and I'm, I'm it just showed you, it's nothing but God. High ended up at this school and, and in this league, and because the, the school I'm at, so we're talking about the SEC. The school I'm at is considered like the Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, LSU of the league. Yes, yeah, so they all the top part you know, of the league. Yeah, you know we got some Vanderbilt and some Kentuckys in there. Yeah, but <laughs> so I'm very fortunate and blessed. And I, I I'm very appreciative of the blessings he's yep. bestowed upon me. Every year, anyway.
1: every year, y'all are contending for a championship.
0: Y'all yes, are expected
1: to get to for a championship every year.
0: Yes, us us making the playoffs this year, it, it was it was a down set for us. We yeah. like I mean because because we had higher a, a, appar- Aspiration. aspirations. Yeah. It's it's early, family. It's with me. I I didn't do my my um my what do they call it aesthetics. Uh, what's the correct terminology when you you know verbally do your exercises for our now brown cow? All that stuff? <laughs> I don't know. I, I was <laughs> gonna say kegels, but I think that's a different exercise. No, 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 no. We, we cannot do those. <laughs> no, No. <laughs> Oh, I'm up nine, nine
1: so far. <laughs> My bad. Different exercise. I know the one yeah, you're talking okay, about. Yeah, yeah,
0: okay. But anyway, so I called him, let's say the Saturday, either Friday or Saturday before signing day, you know, still trying to you know, put the last touches on it. Right. Say, hey, I'm, I'm going to come see y'all, see the family, blah, blah, blah. And so when I called her, I said, you know, Hey, this is Coach Drake. Oh, hey Coach Drake. How you doing? So, hey, I you guys had another visit. How was it? Eh, eh. eh. I said, no, <laughs> no. You know, and I'm thinking because I, you know, a lot of people think negative about everything. I think positive about everything. Right. So, I'm like, oh, they they probably liked it. And she don't She, she really won't don't want tell, to tell me. me, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, you be honest with me. I I, I can take it. Eh, let's just say it's not Jones and they don't have a Coach Drake on their staff i said oh well i appreciate that i said um well let me ask you uh do you have an idea and i'm going am i'm gonna use a bad word i'm mm-hmm. just gonna preface this so so listeners be well uh-huh. i said um do you have an idea of which way your son is leaning she said he ain't got no damn choice where he goes i mean i mean i mean uh, uh, i mean uh, <laughs> We're gonna talk about it. She, she went real hood. She went real quick. She She's like, I'm sorry. professional, a, right? I, quick. I know I'm she, the same one. Oh, 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 we, we're we're gonna talk about it a, yeah. We're gonna talk about it as a family. And I, I will say, Jones is leading the pack right now. I mean, she just went to to hood black mama to corporate executive business woman real quick. <laughs> just <laughs> made me feel good. You know? It don't like, matter what he, he thinks. It don't matter what he think. He ain't got no he ain't choice. Got, he ain't got no choice. <laughs> you know. I mean, it's, it's his choice. We don't talk about it as a family. And of course, he he signed. So I, I was very happy we got that kid. So. Is that kid gonna be a goon? He is, dog. Like I said, if he had the grades, he I mean, he, he'd have a big time offer. Yeah, big time offer. Yeah. And you know, uh, people are naive and. You know, I try to be professional. I, I, I try to be kind. I don't want every anybody to ever think I'm arrogant. But we really get top tier talent. And my brother tells me all the time, when you get your next job, it's going to be a struggle for you because you know people in the coaching world know JUCOs get talent, talent. You know, we probably could beat a couple D and, twos yeah. and you know small talent. one up Yeah. <laughs> So he said, when you go to this
1: other... (laughs) Your recruiting class is probably stronger than theirs from
0: a talent standpoint. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. So he said, you you might think you go in a house and you can get this kid here and get that kid there. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to be the same. It ain't going to tighten up. But we, man, we had a really... I mean, Kingpin, I'm so excited. I mean, we got... So last year, we led the nation in points allowed 11.8 right that's that's pretty dog gonna that's stop. pretty stout dog it's it's gonna drop like it's it's gonna you trying to go into 10 this year <laughs> it's, it's it's gonna be under 10 dog it's it's like if we don't mess it up yeah. <laughs> the sky's the limit wow. the talent's gonna be there wow. if we as coaches don't mess this up we just need to get them on the bus Just get them on the bus. Get them on the bus and put some some uniforms on them. They good. Yeah, we. So I'm excited like that of the talent we got offensively and defense. I mean, defensively especially. I mean, I'm so excited defensively, but offense we got some, we got some top tier guys. We uh, we got some guys that I think, you know, you know how I feel about Webb. Right. A little partial to him. You know, I got a personal relationship with him, but we got some guys that's gonna at least. Uh, who, it it may show sure that they're better, but right now we know they're at least going to be equal to, okay. and that's saying a lot. Okay, did, did he decide to sign? Did it who? Did he decide to sign somewhere? Yes, he uh, he signed with Florida State, man. What? Yeah, bro. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's all on Twitter and everything.
1: Oh man, I, I, I straight forgot to go and look look up and see what he decided to do. Florida man State? big time! Yeah, go do that thing, boy.
0: Yeah, and and, and that
1: coach down there to put him in the right opportunities. Yeah, that that,
0: that was that's a good prob- yeah, that's, yeah yeah that worked out well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> him him compared to the mullet, no hands down, no questions asked. Yep, best yeah, better yeah. better spot right there. Oh, that's big time, man. Now I just hope he get his head. I ain't gonna say get it right, but I just no hope no.
0: He- it's, see, it's it's right, and 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 that's the misconception that. He he was a bad kid. He wasn't a bad kid. He was in a situation, well, because he was young and you know he he didn't he didn't have the the um I'm not gonna say they, mental fortitude because he's a smart kid. He, he didn't have did the maturity. Maturity. Gotcha. He didn't have the maturity to say, okay, I know this not right, so I'm going I'm not going to do it. But he was in a system where he was allowed to do what he wanted to do whenever he wanted to. And that's just human nature. Most people. And I, you know, I say this all the time. People don't. Pe- people do what other people allow them to do. Right. You and go as far as the rope school. let you go. <laughs> yeah, he was in high school. The head coach just let him run him up. So guess what he did? He ran them up. He would he would go sit in the coach's office all day. Coach would go get him Subway or Burger King or whatever he. I'm mean, like he he wouldn't do nothing. Wow. He wouldn't do nothing. But you know he came up. Once he came to Jones and had structure, I mean, not one thing, Sky's not one thing has ever arrived. Like I've never had to sit, myself, the academic counselor, the position coach, the head coach has never had to sit him down and have a, we got to get you right talk. I mean, it was just like he needed just to be somewhere where structure was. That's good, man. Because once he got there, he knew he like, okay, this is, this college. is it? I know I can't I know
1: I can't do what I want to do. It's the bottom. But he didn't. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so he didn't. They, uh the marks on me. I gotta make it happen or not. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. good then. Yeah. So the, what about the cat that transferred the D lineman that transferred from Auburn down there?
0: Man, he, he didn't last uh he lasted about a month. Okay. Okay. He ended up um so he left and, and it's nothing that we did uh I mean, he just he he just packed up his bags and left one day, and, and left the note. Like I don't I don't get it. But so so let me tell you a little bit. I, I, and I don't want to say his name. Did
1: he leave a breakup note, a suicide oh, no. note, or oh, what? Yeah, so. so.
0: <laughs> You know, I, I'm not gonna say his name, but he came from Auburn. See, we recruited him heavily. I and, remember and this. I remember you had said, and they ended up winning out, but but he double signed with us. Yeah. So he signed that. with Auburn, and he also, and then that caused a big stink at yep. Auburn. Like I don't under. I mean, we had coaches calling us. That coach called me. I'm like, I don't understand what the big deal. I mean, he he's he submitted. What's your problem? He, he's, got, he's going to Auburn. I mean, he just. Anyway, that's I'm not gonna get into that because we know them dudes at Auburn different anyway. Man. But um so things didn't work out at Auburn. He comes there. I I love the kid. Him and I see him and I would have deep conversations. You know, I'm I'm a deep conversation, yeah, that's right, an intimate conversation that's type right. person. And so we would have those things, and then I was excited. I'm like, man, this kid. Come season time. Because he couldn't play. When he came, it was in the middle of the season. He couldn't play. He was just really enrolled in school. He he couldn't work out with us. He couldn't practice with us. Oh. He was just enrolled in school. Mm, that's tough, though. <clears throat> but but he was around us. So okay, um, if it was a home game, um he, said he couldn't even travel with us on away games. But if it was a home game, he was on the sideline with us. At practice, he was on the sideline. And I'm like, you, I'm, you know, you're going to – you're going to help me coach. You know what I mean? We, we was trying to make him a part of it. Yeah, you trying to integrate much him as we much as you could. Yeah. yeah. He came to team meetings. You know, so he, it wasn't like, hey, you're a student. Well, how did you come fall. We, we tried to impose him in, in the process as much as we could. But so he leaves. I mean, the kids saying, because hey, Drake Sutton's getting ready to leave. I'm like, no, I, I talked to him yesterday. He seemed cool. Like, no, he's packing right now. <laughs> so I'm like, for real? Yeah. He about so I, I go down to the dorm. And he gone. There's a note, and it's like a yeah. – it's, it's wrote yeah, – I, I said of it's night. a note. I said it's a letter, but it was literally wrote on a sticky note. You know, little yellow sticky notes? <laughs> <laughs> it was wrote on one of those. So I take it to the head coach because he didn't say much. I took it to him. and But, see, everybody, everybody was talking about how, quote, unquote, crazy this kid was. And I'm like, I've never seen it. I've never seen him act crazy, do anything, or talk crazy. Because he's very intelligent. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, that, that'd be the crazy one, the intelligent <laughs> one. So I'm like, yeah, I got it. the ones should really
1: be scared, of They know, they, they smart enough to figure it out. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I go to the bar, I come home. I go to the barbershop. And this is before he left. And they're like, hey, I heard you got, the barber was like, hey, I heard you got such and such up there. I said, yeah, well, you know, here he, he, he double signed with us and, and Auburn. So when he left Auburn, he, you know, he kind of had to come to us unless it was another d1 school and she <clears throat> was like man be careful because that kid off the chain i'm like really I he's like here the barber like, telling me this Ooh. yeah yeah like i've been in the house with the parents and sisters and i've been i, I said okay um he's he like no Quasi." like he was walking around here with an alter ego he called himself this name and you know that's not his name and it wasn't nothing. It wasn't nothing like... It wasn't that crazy. It wasn't like the Joker. Yes, it was just like... Another same. name. Yeah, it was a, a regular mm-hmm. another name. And I'm like, really? Like, yeah. He said, they were like, that's part of the reason why he ain't in Auburn no more. Because he had a great talent, but he was wilding out. And I'm like, cool, okay. I mean, I ain't never seen him I said, well... I said, I said, well, do I need to bring it up and talk to him? He said, no. You ain't <laughs> never seen that side of him? Don't, don't even ever go down that fast. I'm like, cool, all right, so... <laughs> like hey, I need to just up. no uh,
1: um, if he ain't showed it to you don't ask yeah. about him. <laughs>
0: so I'm talking to some of the players about it and they're like coach you know that kid right off the chain I'm like really like I, and you know I, I pick up on stuff like that <laughs> and sometimes so I know I'm bouncing just bear with me listeners. so I had, a, I had a friend he's no longer my friend I had to cut him loose but I had a friend and he was in the ministry world. And he would ask me about a person. I'm like, man, you need to watch that cat, that cat, this and that, and that, and that. he like, I ain't never seen it. I'm like, Well, you know, you in ministry. You get you get people's best. Yeah. They know who you are. Right. You get you know what I mean? They, they, they they trying to put on for you, yeah. so they they mask and face. they gonna come out. That's right. But when I talk to him, this is how he treated me, and this is what he said. All right, so I guess I might have been in that sense because him and I would have these deep, intimate conversations. I She's guess coach. Yeah, I'm coach. Yeah. So I took the letter to the head coach. Excuse me, the the note. I ain't gonna say it. it's a letter. <laughs> and I gave it a day or two because the coach called him and he was like, What's going. You know, I gave it a day or two, but I texted him. You know, yeah, I, hey, I want to talk to you. Just, and I heard you left the other day. Just checking on your brother. You, you know what reply I got? What's that? That wasn't me. That was somebody else. What? <laughs> let, let it sink in. <laughs> somebody else left. He didn't yeah. leave. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. So when when he texts me that, okay. <laughs> you text back. Okay. I didn't even text that. I didn't even text <laughs> okay back. You know, I immediately Check my phone like, okay, did I text the right person? You know what I mean? Did I... Did I text... did I... Make sure I ain't text somebody else. I meant to tell really, you, know. Did I text? Yeah, I no, texted. No, okay.
1: I text the right person. I would have hit, hit that quick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I ain't know what to say. I would have hit that. Okay. So, are we going to uh, see such and such on here <laughs> in the fall? What's Timmy? <laughs>
0: no, nah, you, <don't> <laughs> like, you don't need that on your team. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, so, man. I yeah, just, no. yeah, when he, that wasn't me. That was somebody else. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna let
1: that, okay.
0: okay. All right. That's all right. We're cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. So.
1: Well that's good, man. So y'all are, y'all are uh excited about about the class, had a strong, strong showing. Uh did, did you were you able to get the kid from Prattville? Yes. Boom. That's who I, I and like I say, you can't trumpet your horn, I will. They don't have a ranking, but it is evident from the times I talked to you when we try to get the show and stuff together and all this other stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. is that uh, your coach understand who the closer is. And uh, no matter who the primary recruiter is, there is still a closer. And so I, it's evident to me that he knew when he needed to set a closer or when the regular pitcher was allowed to finish the game. And, and sometimes, <laughs> more times than not, he had to send the closer in. So <laughs> keep, keep sharpening your tools, brother, uh, because because uh, again, I, I and again, no, though it, it is, you'll say it all the time, and I and I know the listeners know this too, and it is not because uh, it ain't because you are so much more talented than anybody else, but it is because of who you follow after. That yes. I think the favor, and and even when your mouth opens, the things that come out, um, it's because you're led by the spirit and you're not led by flesh, and I yes. think I, I don't think. I think people trivialize that in our day to day world. Mm-hmm. I think they think that that led by the spirit and all this other stuff that's good for your spiritual world or for your faith or just for a church. But when you get to the point to where you tap it into that daily, man, that's when you really start to see life change. Yes, I mean, yes. <laughs> I like like I'm at work at a nuclear plant. I tap into that, listening to the spirit all the time. Yes. And, and I don't shy away. I know I know. Where, I, know where I even work. Uh, technically, I even work for the government, I guess. But if you mm-hmm. come, in, if you bring a problem to me or talk to me about a problem or you talk to me about any of my experiences, I, I'm never going to miss an opportunity to, to make sure you understand where I stand, that everything I may say from leadership to, to experiences to opportunities, everything is going to be predicated on, hey, I just want to make sure you understand, though, you know, I'm a man of faith. So yes. that makes me, and then I'll continue on, or then I'll go. You know what I'm saying? So everything in my life is attributed back to, hey, I'm a man of faith. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, it, yes, I'm, it, I'm it, with you, bro. It does. It it it. <clears throat> it when, well, I think too, Drake, when the word tells me that God came to give me, uh, Jesus came to give me life and life more abundantly. I think that's mm-hmm. the the more abundantly piece people miss. They think, yeah. hey, I'm just going to hook up with Jesus, and then, boom, the windfall comes. No, that's yeah. not how this works. I'm going to mm-hmm. hook up with Jesus, and then I'm going to walk with Jesus, and then daily I'm going to sup with him, and then I'm going to yeah. study to show myself approval. When all of those things start to come in, then life starts to be life more abundantly. Because yes. that's when you start, man, again, it, it, the opportunities that I've had in my life and my career— I attribute it all to my faith. Yes, yes. <laughs> I attribute getting the opportunity. I attribute it being successful in the opportunity. I attribute it learning in the opportunity to being able to first seek <clears throat> seek ye first the kingdom of God.
0: Yes. <laughs> so yes,
1: man. Your success, man. I like I said. I know. I know. Like I said, we we say it all the time. But I just I just want to make sure we always reiterate for folks. We don't. We don't take no credit for these 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 gifts we, we got. Zero, zero. <laughs> and I think, zero. and you know what? I think even the woman, the woman speaking to you, and I, and I don't, uh, you know, the Lord hadn't shown me that for you, and he, as long as we've been connected, He hasn't necessarily shown me that that piece. But sometimes, even, and I don't want to call it an older person uh, a babe in Christ, but but somebody that's at least just spiritually connected, mm-hmm. what she saw and heard, she heard God in your voice. Yeah, and so we we automatically attribute that to
0: preachers. Dude, I, I've been told that. I've been told that ever since. Ever since I've been in college. Yep. Mm-hmm. i say. And, it, and uh, sometimes uh, yeah. I question myself to, to see: Am I running away from that? But I, I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been told that a, a bunch.
1: And so, man, you just had to have an offline on that one. Uh, you, <laughs> you never, because yeah. again, I here and I'll tell you this, Big Drake. Here is what, so I was told I was going to be a preacher from the time I was about 10 or 11, um, mm-hmm. all throughout, from from that point, all throughout my life. Because again, you know, I joined the church very early. At 15, I was assistant superintendent of our Sunday school, you know, mm-hmm. so I went to all the church conferences. Uh, first time I ever spoke was at 12, I think, or 13 uh, at a youth camp. And my pastor mm-hmm. was at that camp with us. And, uh, and one one day he came up, he said, hey, uh, you're gonna do the message tomorrow. I'm like, uh, what, like, what, like, welcome? Like, good morning? Like, what you, what you talking about? Yeah. He's like, no, 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 you're gonna bring the word tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Just like, oh, okay, I don't know what that means, but I." Right. And, uh, yeah. and so I spoke at the camp that time. But he, and all throughout that, here's the only thing I continue to tell God. I said, God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. So I, if you want me to preach, I'll do it. I'm fine with that. I said, "But God, make sure that I hear it from you and I don't follow after what everyone else has said." Yeah. And that was the only that was the only edict I gave God. I said, "Make sure I'm, you are the one telling me and I'm not following after what they are saying." And so that that's that's when it was that Tuesday. Uh I still think it was like May 7th, I think it was a tuesday before we graduated before i graduated um, when when i finally heard him say that mm-hmm. now's the time yeah. and and me and him even went back and forth that night because yeah. i was like hold on lord you do know i was like look i graduate saturday um, like I got my last final on Thursday. I graduate Saturday. I moved to Montgomery. I start life over. It's all good. I'm like, Lord, I'm, I'm kingpin here. Um, you, you really want me to tell people, I mean, I'm kingpin. I like, mm-hmm. I do Scrippers. I mean, this is, I'm like, Lord, my life is a little different right now. Everybody know I love you, but, but I still have this other stuff. Uh, let me go on to Montgomery. Don't nobody know me there. We start over and then we do this thing. And he was like, oh, you graduating? Are you sure about that? And I was like, "Oh, you gonna? Oh, so you gonna play that card? Because mm. <laughs> the one <laughs> test I had left to take was a class that I had had to withdraw from before."
2: Mm. And I was
1: like, "Oh, you are gonna play that card?" And he yeah. was like, "It doesn't matter who what you've done." He said, "And the reason, because of what you've done, is the reason why I'm calling you now. I need them to know what I've done." Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "All right, dude, whatever." <laughs> so, so I, I think you already you already have the right mindset of it, it's not it's nothing to run from uh and I don't think you have the demeanor to run from it uh I think when he's ready you'll clearly know um yeah and I that's that's how I've always been with God man and, and and it's been ups and downs even in ministry for me um mm-hmm. because and I'll tell you why it's been ups and downs I've struggled throughout my life because I was always afraid that people, oh, they ain't no afraid if they, I know people do, that people judge you because of, based off of all your flaws. And I always knew I was flawed.
0: Yeah, well, you see, (laughs) and I I have this conversation all the time with people. Like, and and just hear me out, just hear me out, family, hear me out. I, I believe that's one of the misconceptions about Christianity. So throughout the Bible, God talks about taking his people out of bondage, taking his people out of slavery. And he's always taken the person that was least and made them the most. That's right. Look at Moses. He was a drunk and a stutterer. Yep. And look what he look what he did for Moses. Yep. So there's this misconception that when you say you're a Christian or you a believer or have faith, or you say you may be going into the ministry that you have to be perfect. There's nowhere in the Bible that states you have to be perfect, and I'm I'm one to believe that people, first of all, judging is a human nature. Yep, we all judge, but for me, when I gave my life over to Christ and I really truly started following Him and giving Him my heart, all judgment ceased. Yep. And you said it uh, a couple shows ago. Like you could call me and tell me anything. Yeah. And the part of the reason why you could tell me anything, for one, you know I ain't gonna judge. You. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna say nothing. That that whatever you tell me is gonna go to my grave. That's right. That's just, that's just how I operate. Now you
1: are gonna I'm be like, honest with him? Like, yeah, Prince, you messed up there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, we, if we talking, I'm like, mm, might not have went that that's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but we are gonna have an honest conversation, here. and that's the thing that we people think whether it's the person that's that is the Christian or. Or in ministry, or the outside, that that person has to be perfect, and that's not the case. So judgment, when you really give your heart over to Christ, judgment should cease because there's only one judge. That's right. There's <laughs> only one judge, and it's gonna. It, everybody gonna and, have to, and everybody to make gonna have to go go before that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody gonna make that appointment. You're missing that appointment, bro. Ain't no rescheduling. or nope. something came up. Or I'm stuck in traffic. You making that appointment? That's right. That's right. And, and it so, does it. it, 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 it you're it is natural
1: that it occurs yeah. and, and 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 we hold standards to people I'm like God don't even hold me to that standard yeah.
0: <laughs> was, was it Romans chapter three verse three we all fall short of the yeah. glory of God I mean so like w- Lord don't mean hold here. me to that but, standard <laughs> so every time somebody has come to me about another so-called pastor, a Christian, and they're like, d- 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 d. I'm like, dog, gotta, we, we got to stop. That person is human. Yeah, They are a human being. Yep. And they have flaws, and they struggle, and they work, and they still, this because they're at what we think is the pinnacle of their faith. They still struggling and working and, and having trials and tribulations that they deal with every day. That's right. But we don't see it because we're the ones that give them our burden. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, they struggle, they, they're human. And just because... And when I say I'm, I'm a, a, this is a no judgment zone with me. This is no judgment. Yeah. Because I still believe, and I know that just because this person has struggled with this or has done this, God still has a word in that. That's right. He still has a word in That's them. right, man. That's so right. I, yeah. So, I, it, that, it's, it's tough, man. It, 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 but, but but this is this is the problem historically with the church. And I'm gonna say this because you know I, I just I, I give it to you straight, no chaser, mm-hmm. and that's why we're on the show. You know the so-called Christians, and I call them so-called Christians because they judge and ostracize. Like the church is the place where you're supposed to go, tell what you've done, and you receive help, compassion, and love. That's right, help, compassion, and love. But <gasps> the that church is happen. supposed to be the hospital. It's supposed, supposed to be. be. But it was intended well, well, you to be know, a hospital. Well, you know, sister such and such was sleeping with such and such, and you know that's a married man and not a divorced. Well, okay, that happened, but how can we help these people? Yeah, how can we bring them yeah. in, give them compassion, show them structure, give them love, help them rebound and get back on their feet? But, but the, uh, and I, I'm, I'm just speaking in general. I'm not talking about any specific church, but we know. That a lot of times the church doesn't do that, and so that turns people away because there's judgment there. The church in Christianity should be a judgment free zone, but it's not. And,
1: and the crazy piece is this, Drake, because because I have a I have a and you you so you know me, and, and kind of my some of my journey, um, and and I I'll put it out there, um, you know, it's, especially when it deals with uh um dealing with people that are homosexual and that, and, and, and from that, that's one element of my life that the Lord really had to convict me about my heart for that. And I think he had to do it because of the ministry he was taking me into. Um, Mm -hmm. And because, you know, you, you know, cause you was the test runner, uh, when we were in college about our fraternity brother and, Mm -hmm. and, and for years after that, I carried a burden because I was not once I once I came to a full understanding of God I was not pleased at how I reacted to somebody who I knew looked up to me as mm-hmm. a person of faith and a and a believer mm-hmm. and if anything I felt like man did I just create now that microcosm for him of how mm-hmm. the church is going to respond and yes. if it is, that's not how Christ responds. Mm-hmm. And so for years, I carried that around until I finally was able to get some face-to-face time with him only within the last two to three years and come back and apologize for that. And and I even, I, you know, for and He didn't know, but for the last seven, eight years, I've been apologizing every time I talk to youth sometimes about it and we mm-hmm. get around to talking about it. Everybody saw me grieve over that because I knew that I did not behave like Christ and that Mm -hmm. Christ was expecting me to love. And I say all that to say, you know, here's one of the challenges for the church is, is because we have people. God rest his soul. But people like Bishop Eddie Long, who are, are who are quote unquote champions in the church, or these heavyweights. You go, mm-hmm. you go all in, marching in rallies against you know people that that again that are living a sinful lifestyle, which you know at that time was homosexuality. So you going all mm-hmm. in on one sin, and then when everybody when the when the when the veil is uncovered, you sleeping with boys. Yeah. So, so you, you said we create this judgment and many times. The judgment we create is so hypocritical because our own closet is so dirty. Yeah. And, and, and I yeah. think that in, in and of itself, beyond just the judgment is the mm-hmm. judgment with the, with, with, with all the sin we, or the, it's the judgment with the hypocrisy that mm-hmm. really yeah. destroys the church. Cause I, I tell I tell churches all the time, you know, in, in, in this, this this conversation that, and you know the Lord, you know more than anybody. The Lord has brought me a long way as it relates to that, um, mm-hmm. but but I think it was because He knew He was sending me to minister to young people, and He yeah. knew that what the enemy was setting up, and He knew the obstacles and challenges they would have, and that they, they needed somebody on their side that was willing to listen, to hear for God, and and I knew that He was sending me to do that. And so I told people, you know, many times before, I was like, I, 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 tell, I tell them at, at church, I say, y'all sitting here, y'all will bash or uh, turn your nose up to somebody that come in here and and, and they got feminine characteristics or a female mm-hmm. that come in here with very masculine characteristics. I said, but you perfectly comfortable that three out of the five of your elders got two more children in the church. Yeah. H- yeah. Help me understand how God's mm-hmm. going to separate those two.
0: Because sin is sin. Yes.
1: So we can't live like that's all right. (laughs) And then we, and so if we, and and my point is not to say, hey, let's kick them deacons out too. My point is, you need to love everybody. If you stop trying to do God's job and just do yours, because God's job is the judgment, your job is
0: the love. That's the only that's thing he called you to do. It's simple. It, it, it really is. Love simple. you and one another. That's it. And I, I have conversations all the time. And and I, do you I don't do you remember when we would have those conversations? Do you remember any of my responses?
1: Nope. <laughs> I, 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 nope, cuz I'd be so uh-uh. nope. I, my mind was so closed at that time.
0: Nope. <laughs> well, I, I I don't remember verbatim. I remember I remember the the night y'all found out cuz it was a um it was a meeting cha- I was a chapter yep. meeting yep. and mm-hmm. I ended up coming to your house after work or something Yeah cuz I rode around for a couple hours crying Yes and you like let, let me tell you what happened <laughs> and, and like I, like cuz I already knew I'm like I already know like, you don't know and then then, then, then such and such. I'm like yeah I know something such, such as this and you are like yeah how you know and you kind of looked at me like how you know <laughs> like i not not. Yeah. You That's better not I mean.
1: be coming here to tell me that. Yeah, no, no, it ain't
0: nothing like that. But you know, I, I've I've known for a little while. But you know, I, I don't. You know, I don't see what the big deal is. Because you know, my thing was as long as he don't come on to me, I'm cool. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm gonna love him, and I'm gonna. Not, I mean, I'm not gonna love him. Yeah. But I'm gonna, <laughs> but I'm gonna love him, and, and you know, help him through this. It's my brother. So like, I, I've for for a very long time, you know, God has always instilled in me. Non-judgment. But to, to me, that is the, the main thing I think Christians suffer with. And, and you you hit the nail on the head. They, they want to ostracize this group over here, but essentially they're condoning these acts. Yeah, we're going to say nothing about this one, though. Yeah. Like, we just gotta love. I mean that's to me, that is the answer to everything. That's right. Love, love, right. Love, 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 love.
1: And that and, and the last thing I'll say about this. So recently I read an article course coming off of this um the crazy this crazy impeachment trial and this this State of the Union address and all these other all these kitty activities that mm-hmm. all of these grown people that we pay to run our country are acting like children all around. And I ain't gonna say this mm-hmm. one side, but all around. But yeah, I see somebody yeah. wrote an article that talked about all these people that say uh, President Trump isn't, um, uh, how how can evangelicals, you know, follow after him? Well, everything in the Bible, the Lord always used uh, messed up people to do it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But every time I said those messed up people end up stint starting to walk and do something for God. I was like, yeah. you can't, I, I don't want you to give the same pass, though, of saying you can treat people however you want to, because that is not of God. This would be different if we were talking about a man who had a past and now was trying to walk and do things right. We're talking about a man whose past is just like his present. There is no difference. he never act different. He is the same man. And so I cannot condone Somebody that continues to not love people, to hate people, to say disparaging stuff, to not care about people's pe- uh, emotions, to not care about people's feelings, to just blatantly say whatever they want to anybody, however they want to. Yeah. No, there's nothing about God in that. Nothing. I can't, I can't condone that. I'm sorry.
0: Because
1: yes. yes. <laughs> again, yes. if everything in my faith is predicated on love, and Big yes. Drake, do you know? So at the this week at the and we I know we never get into politics but the, it, it chapped me a little bit this week they were at the interfaith breakfast now this came right after the acquittal in the in the in the Senate uh, for the for the impeachment right so th- mm-hmm. th- this interfaith breakfast is an annual event all, a lot of the Senate I mean all of the your know, congressmen and people show up it's supposed to be non you know interfaith so everybody there <clears throat> we supposed to be there praising the Lord all this stuff right. Mm-hmm. The president walks in. He comes in up to the party to speak. His first thing he does is hold up the newspaper talking about to quit it. And then he takes the mic and goes on this rampant and talks about he he mentions uh uh in spite of the corrupt and disgusting people that just tried to impeach me, interfaith breakfast now.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and then later on, another speaker's talking, and this man said, he said. Let me see the hands of all of those that are able to still love people, even if politically you disagree. There was only one mm-hmm. person in the room that did not raise their hand. Of course. My of course. issue is <laughs> I can go past politics, but the blatant hatred and lack of compassionate love is something yeah. I can never overshadow and people evangelicals especially knock on president obama was he was not a man of faith they questioned him they were well, they always questioned him being a man of faith cuz they thought he's muslim but they mm-hmm. questioned his his genuine uh, his, his 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 faith because of some of the decisions or rules or laws that he he supported mm-hmm. i was firmly behind him in this i thought he supported stuff That triggered his love for people. Yeah, yeah. You know, giving people—you know—even you uh, uh, know—same-sex marriages access to healthcare with each other, insurance. Some of those, some of those bills he helped go through. It -hmm. was compassion for people.
0: Yeah, he was because they're people. That's it. (laughs) You know, I I bring up a model of our fraternity, and I love this model, and I, I tell it to people all the time. Is And it's one of the main reasons why I joined this fraternity. Once I heard it, I'm like, man, that's different. And I don't hear a lot of other fraternities speaking this. Maybe they do, but I hadn't heard it. Right. And it's inclusion rather than exclusion. That's right. That's right. So, you know, I have the goblin bands and I have all this. Well, you know, I always give it to my (laughs) D-line. But I also give it to anybody that wants it. Yeah. Like if you if you want to you know everybody really be a part of Goblin, you come a goblin. come have a conversation with me. You know my deal. Well, he don't play D line. I'm like, it's not about a D line thing. This is about a movement because everything that Goblin stands for is for is to enrich in the embedment of people. Right. So no, they don't play D line. But let's let's and I always say it's inclusion rather than exclusion because everybody, is human nature to have groups and especially to be a member or a part of an elite group. People just want to be in groups, and people sometimes miss the the hand that they can extend and reach out and show love and compassion and can really have an impact on somebody's life. But they too busy safeguarding and bogarting. Well, I don't want nobody else to be a part yeah. of this. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, we we <laughs> got to include people and love them. So, don't matter if you're gay, you you. You eat fried chicken, you like baked chicken, you, you eat pasta, your, your your head's lime green, you club footed, no matter what it is. We got to love people and include them in the love. That's right,
1: man. That's right, man. <laughs> Listen, we say this all the time. I don't know. We may need to change our thing from a sports talk show to to uh to just life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but man. but but it is, man. It it, it if <clears throat> How, show me how much you love me that that yeah. that, that sh- show people every day it try it if you if you now you got to be honest with yourself in some of these conversations but if you if you're honest with yourself and you're not a person <clears throat> that that readily exhibits love very easily mm-hmm. and, and, and even if it's because of some of your past um i'll challenge you over the next month. This February is Black History Month and it is 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 Valentine's, so it's the month of love. I'll challenge you for the rest of February. Smile, speak, genuinely ask somebody how are you doing and wait for their mm-hmm. response. Show concern, show compassion this month. Even if you're faking it, try to do it and see where see where see where the Lord takes you with it. Because that's the only mission He called us to. He called us to love one another, love you one another. He wants to make disciples of men, but you can't do the second one unless you got the first one. Yeah. You can't make a disciple unless you love him. <laughs> and He even challenges, "How can you? How can you love me who you've never seen, but hate the one you see daily?" Help yeah. me understand that. It don't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta have that love, man. You gotta have that love. Speaking of love, man, I you know uh, let's let's all say prayers, man. I and and I it may come off funny. I know we we joked about it, but it it is so blatantly clear to me, and I think it's clear to other people now too. Uh, Drake and, and, and Tony O'Brien man, this this young man really, 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 really needs some help. Yeah, he does. He, he really needs some help, man, and it. Now when I see headlines, I, I'm really saddened, man. <laughs> Antonio
0: Brown. You Brown.
1: Said Bryant. Oh yeah, Brown. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Um I'm I'm saddened man. So so this week, last week, or whatever, he went on his – He he's back in his good space right now. And, and yeah. I'm I mean, and that if you if people don't know if that if these aren't signs, just kind of like I say about President Trump too. Uh but if these aren't <laughs> clear signs of mental health issues. I, there yeah. are no more clearer signs than what we're seeing now. Yeah. I mean, so so he's been, he, he was contrite week before last. Screw y'all, I may not never play in the NFL again, you know, blah blah blah. And then this week he's on all the radio shows. He apologized to NFL janitors. He apologized mm. to fans. He said I'm 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 sorry to all the NFL everybody. Everybody that watch, everybody that listen, everybody that read it. He's. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. And then two, day, three days ago, he was, He went on radio and apologized. He was like, "I know it seems sounds like it's all bad as a recent, but but we really had some great times at Pitt in Pittsburgh. And 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 I'm. I apologize. I'm so grateful to to the Rooney family, to to Tomlin. He called out every coach. He called out Roethlisberger. He called all them cats. Just apologize. Mm-hmm. And, and it seems like a good good place, but. With mental health, it's so cyclical, and it'll go and come, and and mm-hmm. again, I'm I'm like we we're seeing we're just seeing the patterns for him. I saw so so man. I, well,
0: I, <laughs> I saw a little. It was a short. Uh, it was clips from an interview from uh what's it? Josina. Um, she's the the black young lady uh, on ESPN, and she they, they, they were airing. I can't remember when I saw. It was last week. But she asked him about mental health, and he just discarded it, and, and like the, the interview, I, I
1: yeah, he I went on to say something like, I, "Don't we all kind of have some mental health issues?" Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He, yep. he just was.
0: Yep. And it was to me. It was just bad. It, it to me that showed his real side because you know people, I think, don't understand sometimes. Like, even in interviews, and even when it's about some things you've done, you always don't have to go on the defensive. That's right. And and she was just asking questions for him to explain. He automatically went on the defensive and started, like, well, kids, that's, that's the problem right there. Like, this whole interview and the way you're answering things, that's the problem right <laughs> there, dog.
1: <laughs> like, this is exactly what I'm talking about, sir.
0: <laughs> you, you have to take ownership and just instead of trying to be defensive and rationalize the things that you've done, just say, hey, you know what? I probably shouldn't have done it that way. That's right. Yeah, I, I probably right. should have went a better route about it, but I'm maturing. You know, because maturing never ends. Sometimes people like to put an age limit on it or, you know, a time Well, he's an adult, so he's, no, nah. nah. people are constantly maturing <laughs> and evolving. There should you know, be that's growth all the time. Yeah, if you stop I mean, growing, I mean, you it should it die. evolving <laughs> and, and getting better. That's right. But just listening to him, I'm like, man, somebody need to sign a petition and ass, that's what we call it in the law. Sign a petition and get, get his ass admitted to the psycho ward Right now. Because he, he ain't right. No, and he's going to
1: hurt himself. He's going to hurt himself. He, gonna hurt himself. Yeah. he ain't right. That, now. That's my fear is waiting on, is seeing the headline to where either he, he did it to himself, he did something to himself, or he put himself in line so that somebody could do something to him. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm
0: fearful for his life on that, man. And I don't understand, like, we, we, we see it. Like, it's happening in front of our it's face. It's in front of our face, yeah. Like, somebody, I mean, somebody need to step in and say, okay, dog, enough is enough. Let's go ahead. I'm going with, whatever the case may be, because I, here's like the, you're saying, it's going down that path where it's going to be another headline, and we all, people are going to be sad, yeah. and oh, why nobody did nothing. Who saw it? Well, we all saw Obviously, it. Coming. everybody we're saw it. Coming. We're watching a train wreck. We are. Here, here's, the, here's the problem,
1: I think, Big Drake. When you have somebody that made it, out of nothing, mm-hmm. every person that should be able to hold him accountable feel like they can't because he's provided everything they have.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That becomes the issue. Mama can't That's not say a real nothing. Friend,
0: though. Yeah, mama That's not a real
1: mama, friend. mama can't say nothing because cause he got he how am I to tell him something? He the one bought everything we got. And and I mean I think I think that I think that becomes the problem around people, celebrities or people that have become successful. Mm-hmm. is everyone no one feels like it's their place or that they can because I'm like well man he i'm I'm gonna tell this man to go and and I'm only driving this whip because of him or you know what I'm saying and, mm-hmm. and, and and he says this now again I pray for this too his latest interview he says this time around he's focused on putting the right people around him mm-hmm. I hope that really means I'm putting people that are going to hold me accountable around yeah. me and not yeah. people, not more people. He talked people that love me. Well, love is a rare, dangerous thing. I may not yeah. need people all the time around me that just, that only have affection for me because yeah. affection may not allow you to hold me accountable. Affection it sometimes, should, it should, it should.
0: If, if, if I really truly love you. And care about and you. You know what? This is one of the, the things I say in one of my speeches. And I mean it. I mean it wholeheartedly. I said, I only know one way how to coach. I put each kid in my heart because I I love them. I mean, I automatically love them. It's who I am. It's who God made me to be. Now, because I love them, that means I'm going to tell them no when sometimes they don't want to hear no. Right. I'm going to get on them when sometimes they don't want to be, you know, got on. But in the same reflection, because I love them, the same way I, I, I correct them, I'm going to build them up and love them the same way. So if you really love somebody, you got to tell them, no, I love you, you love me. We've told each other no several times. nah, yeah. no, dog, we can't do that. <laughs> I mean, but so, so if, if,
1: and gratefully it's kept both of us out of jail and employed. Yes, if if, <laughs> if I can't righteously tell you no, do I really love you? That's, that's, a, that's really, a challenge. I really, really, love you. That's it. And he, I don't feel like he don't have those people around him, man he don't have those mm-hmm. people around him but i don't know how many people he didn't away from him too to make sure he didn't no, got that, those that he, people i'm
0: pretty sure he didn't push a lot of them away yeah i'm
1: like i don't need these people around me man I ain't yeah. dealing with
0: him man. I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't dealing with him man he, he ain't gonna talk to me like he crazy.
1: that's right <laughs> uh off that topic also you know i posted something to our, to our instagram account um, a couple weeks ago we we lost um Kobe Bryant uh GG and seven others, um, the uh, a assistant uh, basketball coach on Kobe's team, as well as a community college baseball coach uh, and his wife and daughter. Uh, so we lost several people uh, in the in the horrific uh, helicopter crash. Um, and and people have been in mourning uh, over this loss for for a while now. Um, and I'll say this I, that when I was talking to Jeff knows money, uh, I called him because again, yeah, ever since that happened, I'm like, you know, my, my mind has been kind of in a spin. Um, and, and he, when I called him, he was like, bro, I already know. He was like, yep, we can do that. Okay. Cause, Cause I was calling him saying, Hey, here's some things I need to do to make sure my fares are in order and to make sure kind of my wife knows where everything is. He was like, yep, I already know. He's like, it, it impacted me the same way. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. okay. I was like, yeah, <laughs> because it big, right here. Here's what. Here's what what really hit me, and the reason why I really started to 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 look at my stuff is mm-hmm. when you talk about the story, uh, Kobe and and, and Vanessa had been together since they were 17 years old.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 17 years old, this girl hooked up with this dude, yeah. and she's been on a whirlwind roller coaster ever since. She's mm-hmm. she's never had to. I'll I'll I, I know their life, but I, I'm 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 pretty confident to say she's never had to touch, worry, or manage anything in her life. Cause at 17, as a kid, she was brushed rushed off into this lifestyle of the rich and famous, mm-hmm. and so I can only imagine how what her challenge is now at 40, 41, being thrust back into a world that she never had to live in. Mm-hmm. She never had to live in it. She never had to do anything else because they he always had people. He always had people. So I, I my my heart just fell. She lost her husband, her daughter, and now she thrust back into a life. Now she's still rich, but she still thrust back into a life that for the last, you know, what, thirty twenty four years mm-hmm. she had to do, man. <laughs> yeah she never had to worry about. It. Now here's the here's where my mind went though. I said, the grateful piece is that the door is lined her whole driveway is lined up with people waiting to help her and tell her what to do. Yeah. Good and bad people, but but she will she will she will have all the help she needs to navigate back to life. Now not that's not the emotional stuff, but navigating back through life and kind of how do where do I go from here? She'll get all the help she needs. I said, man, if something happened to me, and so I start thinking, I was like, for the last twelve years, my wife is has has depended upon me to be the sole breadwinner. I manage all of my finances. I manage all our bills. <clears throat> I manage I, you know all of life insurance. Everything we got investments, retirement, I manage all of it. I manage every single mm-hmm. bit of it. And I'm like, man, I'm just a common dude. I ain't Kobe. If I die, she ain't gonna have a line of people rushing to help her. <laughs> she she cool. gonna she gonna be she's gonna be she'll have people try I mean being there for her, but nobody else will know like Kobe's people know his stuff. Kobe got financial people that knew all this stuff. For you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, ain't, my wife ain't gonna have those people because I know I, I've done all this other stuff. Nobody really knows what everything is, and yeah. so so I've been on a, a a thing this month, this week, of I, I'm, I'm preparing a document that has uh, that that pulls together and shows everything I have. Um, so every little account, every little even store credit cards. Every uh every investment I have, every policy she has, all the account numbers, um, cause like there's accounts that I have that she don't know, no, I have that. It ain't that they ain't hidden money or nothing like that, but it's just kind of like when I pay for my kids' five two nine fund, I have a very old credit union account that I had forgot I had, and so I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's the perfect place for me to send this money, cause nothing's. T- I don't even have a debit card for that account. So yeah. it's a perfect one of those places over there, and I'll let that five two nine come out of that. So it ain't hidden mm-hmm. money, it's just how I direct their money. And so mm-hmm. so I've been been detailing and laying out kind of all of those things. Uh called Jeff knows money because I was like, hey, the other piece I got is like, hey, you know, again, Vanessa have all these people to help her. I said, something happened to me. Veronica's gonna have this windfall of insurance money coming in. It's not just enough that I provided provided that. She I've also managed the investment strategy. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. she's going to need somebody to step in and to know what now to do with that so that she can make sure I provided enough to make sure they have enough to live and build a legacy. I need her to know how to do that. Yeah. Because having the money doesn't mean anything. Knowing what to do with the money is what means something. So me and him are going to set up some Skype meetings and stuff so that she can get to know him. So I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. here's the dude yeah. that takes you out my money. <laughs> you know, and, and then yeah. I need to tell him, hey, FYI, I have this money over here that you don't have, so I need you to know what to do with that, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, mm-hmm. it's been a whirlwind, man, of me, really. And and historically, our culture, we don't like to talk about death. Um, But for me, this 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 person dying, that was one of the two years of us that we grew up, I mean, our lives has kind of been the whole, whole, whole journey together. Um, that, that hit hard that, that Sunday, um, and, and the weeks after it's really, really made me reflect on where, where I am in life and what I need to be
0: doing. Well, Kingpin, you know, I'm, I'm just different when it comes to stuff like this. And I, and I, you know, my wife has told me on occasion that I can be insensitive and I try not to be insensitive. And I, so I'm, I'm giving my disclaimer now. Because I don't want people to think, well, that's just Drake. And well, I I just have a deeper thought about things. And when when it when I originally first got the news, you know, it, it made me think, like I immediately thought about family. That's just me. Yep. I immediately thought about his parents, his grandparents up there living. I mean, true, intimate people that are his family that that really know him. And, you know, due to my last job. You know, death. I, I just look at death differently. It's, it's a part of 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 w- w- what's natural to come. I mean, you was at my mom's funeral. That's right. You know, I, I, it, like that's just who I am. And at first, I had a problem with everybody. And I know Kobe is the is the celebrity. And I think as humans, and especially in America, we really put celebrities on a pedestal. And at first, I was struggling with, well, why aren't they talking about the other people? That's right. That's and I, right. I, I know Kobe is the the guy. You know, he's the guy. But, you know, there, there's some other people on that helicopter that lost in their family. So I'll, I'm thinking about the, the bigger picture because my wife was saying, oh, this is sad. I'm like, well, and, and then I had a conversation. I'm bouncing like I always do. I had a conversation with one of my coworkers, and they were talking how, how sad it is. I'm like, I get that. And it's, it's televised and it's publicized because of Kobe you know, because of his athletic accomplishments, but you know, and, until you've had to knock on somebody's door and tell them that their 18 year old child is dead. Like, you know, that's, that's sad to me.
1: That's right. That's this is
0: sad because, because this is, this is publicized, but like people struggle and die and people are hurting every day. And like, so I'm going to be honest basketball wise. I wasn't a Kobe fan. Right because I thought certain things, whether those thoughts were true or not true, I thought certain things. So basketball wise, I wasn't a fan.
1: I and, went to a lot later. <laughs> Cause yeah, I'm, I'm I, like you, I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't, he, yeah. he, he, he is purposely trying to, He's just trying to be joyed.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I hate the fact that sometimes we don't really get to understand things about people until after they go. Yeah. Yep. So. Erica told me one time that she came to a, you know, I was playing ball at the rec at a little 30 and above league and everything. And, you know, like, it's like I have multiple personalities. There's the there's the coach Drake. There's yeah. a teacher Drake. There's, you know, spiritual Drake. On the, on the, on the court, there's, there's the
1: silverback Drake.
0: Then there's, you know, actually competition. I'm in the mixed Drake. Yeah, you that, know? That's silverback Drake. And she says, <laughs> you know, if this was my first time seeing you, I probably wouldn't like you. I'm like, but you know how I am, baby. You know my. I said, yeah, I know your heart, but and and that's what's jarring about it because when you're on that court or that field, it's totally different. That's right. So when she told me that, then I was like, well, that's that's probably what I was seeing in Kobe. That's like, right. it's, it's 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 about competition and and wanting to win and and all this other stuff. But you know, unlike Michael Jordan, you know, we thought. Michael Jordan was just a great guy until after basketball. Then you start hearing the stories and seeing how he treat people and the, the his old high school. Like this, this dude is a little bit of a jerk. Yeah,
1: Mike. Mike Jordan is a like, genuine he, jerk. Yeah, he's <laughs> a little bit, you
0: know, like it ain't Mark, nothing you, fake about it. He a jerk. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have known that. Yeah, it wasn't his drive for greatness. He is just a jerk. <laughs> yeah. So then you look at Kobe, and and this is me speaking. This is just for myself. I'm speaking, and I'm like, this guy's a jerk. But off the field, he was so much more. Yep. And that's the part I wish I had known about. And it's coming out with all these different stories and, and all these players I'm, and how he, yeah, he, he
1: but, mentored people. Yeah. yeah. But, but you because never, I'm not
0: in that realm, I, I I don't know.
1: Even today, even when you hear Kobe talk, M- Michael Jordan has never mentored anybody that I've ever
0: seen. Yeah, it's and, all about him. Talking.
1: Even Col- Kobe called Michael a big brother, but it mm-hmm. wasn't because of Michael's Michael's relationship with him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. because of the, the the regard he held Michael in, so he yeah. watched and got mentored from afar, but never yeah. because. But but you hear all these people, you know Trey uh, Trey Young, uh, um um Kyrie and all them cats. It's like man, this you know I, I when I heard Kyrie, uh, it was somebody else. Like the first person they called in the locker room after winning the championship was Kobe. Mm. <laughs> like they yeah. Facetimed Kobe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Champagne on his head, Kyrie FaceTime Kobe. and said, yeah. bro, it worked. <laughs> bro, yeah. we did it. Yeah. And he was like, Man, I'm you know, happy for you go enjoy with your team and your family. We'll talk later. Like, I'm yeah. like you, like here in oster I'm like, man, this dude was he was that drive was was that what we saw on the court, but he he didn't LeBron said his second phase of life was greater than his first, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I, I wish that somehow we could have known, yeah, more about him being a, a great father and being a just a, a great human being and a great man. Yeah. So when the news first hit, it it wasn't me being insensitive, or I'm like, okay, you know, people die. It's, it happens. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about family members. I'm worried about the other people that was affected. Because in your but head, I, I, you still was like, but, but this was like, a why jerk, probably. <laughs> why, why are people praising him so yeah, much? Yeah. Like, I, I really, I, that's, I, yeah. like I said earlier, this is the only place I feel. I mean, I, yeah, you I feel don't comfortable, feel, but this, it's, I, I, this is the only place I really talk about. There's no judgment zone, baby. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, okay, cool. But as I start to see all the things that he did for people yep. and the love he had for people. So I saw a little interview that him and Shaq had, I guess he had like a little, not a you know broadcast or maybe a YouTube show or something, but he was interviewing Shaq and Shaq went on to apologize about how he treated Kobe. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> man, I felt like I'm, uh, you know, I was with Miami. You were still with the Lakers and, You and I got co MVP of the All Star game. And you told me to take the trophy with me and give it to my son. He, like, in that instant, I knew, like, you were a dude. I messed this up. (laughs) Like, I messed this up because I let my ego get into it. Yeah. And we won three, but we probably could have won seven to 10. And it's my fault, and I apologize. I didn't treat you right. Yeah. And Kobe was like, "Hey, man, you know, we all." And he just he so eloquently went on to not to not to be like, yeah, dog, you didn't treat you know what I mean? That's yeah, the, he, that's he piled on. like, yeah, yeah, you did me wrong, dog. You know what I mean? I told you. Yeah, so I, I saw that, and
1: and even you know, and, 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 and I'll and, say even when he people took it when he t- said his statement about, hey, if 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 Shaq would have had my work ethic, we would have we would have never lost a game. That, yeah. that in and of itself was his a bit of his competitiveness, but I think it still was, too, that dude, I wanted you to be great. It wasn't that yeah. I wanted us to be great. I wanted you to be great. You thought it was about us, and it wasn't. It was just me put wanting to push you, and you didn't yeah, want that. Exactly. You didn't want to be pushed, so yes. I don't know how to deal with that.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, it, from, from my perspective on the court, Kobe, because, you know, I I don't know this guy. And it's, it's, I don't know. Because I'm, I'm wide a little different. I'm like, why are so many people so emotional about somebody they never knew? Now, I know, like, people in L.A. have a different view of him because they were, I mean. 20 years. He, he, yeah. Yeah. He he still did stuff outside of basketball. But, but like, and like I said, I'm just being honest. Like, why is this person that has lived in Mississippi their whole life and they ain't, you know, You ain't never met Kobe. You ain't never been been touched by Kobe. But then I had to also look at, what that's the reach he had. And I had to just sit back and and really look at, well, this must have been a special person for all these people to feel this way. All these people are not in mourning over a douchebag. That's right. You know what I mean? So I, I just had to really evaluate myself and look at, and I remember what Erica told me about myself. As far as on the competitive edge, she was like, yeah. One time, and these are separate occasions, one time she said, I don't know if I'm coming to watch you play again because you embarrassed me. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm like you know how I am. I'm, I'm, just like, how, yeah, that, I mean, I'm into it. That doesn't but explain, like, yeah, nope. I, I do understand, and, uh, and that's why I'm with you because I know your heart, but just like if I didn't know you, just watching you play basketball – Mm -mm. I love you crazy as a man, but you as a player, I'm, I'm, I'm that, that I don't like that person. (laughs) Yes. So I reflected on, and and I guess this is the impact Kobe had on somebody that per se, wasn't a fan of him basketball wise, but it made me reflect and to think about what I've been told about myself as a competitor, but off the field, I'm totally different. And I'm like, okay. And, and listen, I'm not comparing myself to Kobe. But I'm just, you know, I'm I'm different when I'm on that field. I, I even tell my players as a coach, I'm like, you know, during the well, I'm game, on that don't field. don't take it personal. <laughs> yeah, we, we we and I'm not gonna say nothing crazy to them, but I'm I'm yeah. gonna be locked in. I'm gonna be intense because it's serious to me. So I just look at well, that's that's the way Kobe went about his game. And when he was off the field, he was nurturing. He was caring. He was thoughtful. He loved people. So
1: he was a girl dad. Hashtag girl dad. That's yes. That's been so cool I, I, for me. I, I ain't got no girls. I got boys. But
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm happy. I ain't got no girls. Me that's too. I'm <laughs> going. <laughs> I mean, it, it, hashtag girl dad. That's cool. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, y'all had that. Yeah, I salute
1: y'all. I salute y'all. We'll we'll rent out our boys when when them first dates come. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But you, you know what, man? Like, well, before we knew what Kai was gonna be. I told Erica, so I hope it's a girl. I, w- I want a girl. Yeah. For but, the longest
1: okay. I did, I wanted a girl, but I'm I'm grateful that I didn't get one. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Lord, for giving yeah. me all boys. I'm good with that.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: boy.
1: I'm, yeah, what, well, God, <sighs> God is a girl dad, you know, so we, we close, got, yeah, close, we got girl course, dads, yeah. but I'm grateful I ain't one. I'm good. <laughs> but and, and to your point, so there's a couple things when it first hit. You know, when it first hit, the first time I seen it was Gotti. God is saying, man, y'all hear about Kobe. I'm like, man, you, you're lying, whatever. Because I hadn't seen it on CNN. I tried it on CNN, Yahoo, ESPN. This not see it nowhere in those first five, 10 minutes. And then it finally, yeah. In the very, so, and I guess, you know, talking about, you know, how you say the first thing that hit my mind, when I ran upstairs, I told my wife, I was like, Kobe Bryant just died. <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, yeah. And the first thing I said out of my mouth, Drake, was, man, as of recent, every time you see him, you saw his daughter. I pray she mm-hmm. wasn't on there. Mm-mm. That's the first thing I said. And 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 my wife's like, yeah. And then and then about an hour later, I came back. I said, baby, she was on there. And I mm-hmm. I just knew. I knew. I knew. I knew. I was like, every time I've seen this dude in the last two years, he got that baby with him. I was like, Gigi mm-hmm. has been with him. And and when I saw that, that hurt. That that hurt right there, uh, and then like I said to your point though, the other victims I had looked at that uh, John Altab- Altaboli, uh the, mm-hmm. the baseball coach, I looked at his when they started talking about all the other passion, him, his wife and his daughter, and then he had another girl who's only sixteen. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, man. She lost everybody. She lost everybody. It's just her now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, my yeah. heart, my heart, really, really. And again, all of those things are the reason why I came back and started getting my house in order. Because I even told Veronica, I said, so all I'm doing all this stuff to make sure you know where it's happened. I said, but my second line of court thoughts are, what if both of us go? Yeah. How do who know who knows how to come in our house? I said. So all of this stuff is gonna go in my safe. I said. I'm gonna make sure there's at least two to three people that know where my safe is. They know my code to my safe. I said they need to know how to come in and start helping my family because again, you know, I mean, in, in two of you, were one of my those people, birds, one of those people, and Mike Perry probably one of those people that will know those things about me. I'm like, because I'm grateful. I got I got people connected around me that would be able, and my my family knows about those people. That'll yeah. be able to come in and hopefully help at least give them the access. Cause I remember even when when uh papa died. I mean, you guys had to go through starting to clean up stuff, find you know what I'm saying? Like, you're mm-hmm. the same yep. way my gra- I mean my grandma died. It's like, Lord, I am too knowledgeable now to not get my stuff in order. Yeah. So that no matter what happens to us, somebody is able to come in and have something that tells them where everything is or what to expect to come in. Yeah, you because know, I even thought about, dude, I until I did this document, I didn't know how, because when I signed up, when I changed jobs, I signed up for just about every little other insurance they would offer me. Cause mm-hmm. I learned from my my past job, I'm like, hey, you sign up for everything on the onset, and you can scale back after that. But you can't scale up yeah. once you get in. So I signed up yeah. for everything, and it didn't cost me much money.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't I had never tabulated how much it was till I mm-hmm. said and did this document. I tabulated, I said, oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she gonna be straight. Um. Uh, <laughs> but she needs she need to know how to manage this. <laughs> yeah. You know. What does she do with this? And uh. And the last piece I gotta go do now is 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 for this house we have now. I'm going go. I'm probably gonna go through the mortgage company and try try to go ahead and buy that insurance for them. That in my passing it automatically gets paid paid off. Um. So so again, I don't want her to have to figure out what do I pay off. All, yeah. Everything is taken care of. All the stuff is paid off. Here's the money. Go invest that and live off the income. So if she decides to get married again after me, it will not be for the money. It would only be for her companionship. Um, yeah. And I'll spook them no matter what because I got all the money she needs. She just enjoy life. Don't. But yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't want it to be because of that. So so I just encourage people out there, listeners, man. We don't talk about death. Many of us are young uh, or of age that we feel... I don't know if we feel invincible. We know death is evident for everyone, but I'll just encourage you: if if something were to happen to you, and you and your you alone, or you and your significant other today, could somebody come in and be able to take care of all of your affairs? Yeah. Do they know where it's at? Do they? If you have not left any kind of paper trail, consider doing that. Because we're not like Kobe Bryant, we don't. Well, hope, maybe there may be some superstars listen to us, but if you're not, most of us probably ain't. We don't have a team that's going to be able to take care of that. Um, yeah. And and speaking from experience, after grieving or during grieving, that's the last thing you want to have to go worried about and figuring out. Yeah, it's just not what you want to have to do. So um, that that that's one of the things I've went on, went on and done uh to make sure that I kinda got every all my affairs in order. Uh so again, if, if something were to happen to me or or her uh or both of us that that we somebody knows and, and I've already, you know, I the next piece I'm gonna do is do a wheel. Yep. At 40 years old I'm gonna write a wheel because I don't need it to go have to go through probate court mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. then they're gonna take a percentage of it and all this other stuff. Nope, here's exactly what what wants to happen. And then finally The one thing me and my wife are both talked about, we're also going to do it like a living will to say, here's what we want to have. Here's what our medical wishes are. Yeah, because if I don't want to be on life support, I don't want you to make that decision to have to take me off. Here's what the paper told you. We're going to do what Prentice said, Uh, because me and her had contentions about burial stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. she wants to be cremated. I'm like, if you don't put it in writing, I ain't burning you. I don't care what you said. (laughs) You better put it in writing, cause if not, I ain't doing it. (laughs) I'm like, I don't uh like. But I'm like, if it's your wishes, you need to put it in writing. So it's not my decision that I'm making.
0: It's your decision. You know. So yeah, I've I've had a will ever since I was in my twenties, and. And once I met Erica and it got serious, I, you know, we, we talked about... Well, I, I was fortunate enough at, you know, the the job I used to do, every year they would have these attorneys that would come in. Mm. And if you wanted to, it was called Wills for Heroes. So they would do a will for you for free. Wow. So every year when they came, you know, I would make adjustments or whatever would happen. You know, when we When Chacoma was born and all that stuff. Yep. So I've had a will for a very long time. And I, like my dad, you know, my dad is up in the age considering my mom passed four years ago, and me and my it, it's 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 to the point where it's frustrating. Where I want to put my hands on him, <laughs> like, I have no idea where his stuff is, and he won't tell us. and I'm like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Like, I don't, as old folks, stuff I don't understand it, man. I, I don't like, say why wouldn't you because he's like, well, when I when I go, y'all be taken care of, y'all just this was his response, and I wanted to slap him. It's called a school board. What uh, What does that mean? school, school got all my stuff. Like, what are you... T- that's dumb. Like, if, if, if it's money and they want to keep the money, they ain't going to tell me nothing. That's they right. going to tell us nothing. How do they know how to get in touch with you? Yeah, who do I talk to? Hey, my dad just died. He told me to call y'all.
1: And, then, and be like, Dad, so have you updated Kwan's address? Because he's in Kansas now. <sighs> have you updated <laughs> my address?
0: <laughs> like... Like, I really want to put my hands on him. That's what I think he's going to stand. But, you know. Like, well, I did. And i tell you what I ever. did.
1: I, I forced my grandparents. Well, not force is a strong word. But but I did. I came home one. I went home one weekend for just that trip. That was, I went by myself. And I, I I took off that Friday. I went home Thursday night. And that Friday morning, I took them to their lawyer. And we sat down mm-hmm. and we drafted all that stuff. Because here's what I told I told them the same thing. I said, listen. And you know me. I'm not. I'm the oldest grandson. So I'm really treated mm-hmm. like the youngest child. And, mm-hmm. and and I told him, I said, I'm not, I said, pardon my friend, I said, I'm not arguing with these N-words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like, you need to tell, you need to put on paper what you want done. <laughs> I said, because y'all got all, you know, my grandfather got all these cars, we got all this land, we got all this stuff. I said, you need to tell us what you want done. I said, that way ain't nobody fussing and fighting about it in the end. And then there were some things my grandma wanted to do. I was like, nope, uh-uh, not going to do that. Nope. She, like, she had a couple of small insurance parts. She's like, I'm going to put Zach and Dill's. I said, no, you're not. Nope, you're not going to put them on there. Nope, uh-uh. You don't tell me what to do. Yes, ma'am, I do. You're not putting my sons on that. I said. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I told her, I said, Grandma, we're more. I said, I've been blessed. I'm taken care of. I take care of my boys. I said, so mm-hmm. don't go putting something that's going to cause strife, even in, mm-hmm. in your passing. I was like, so yeah. people go. I said, nope, put that in the pool with everything else. Uh, the only thing I allowed them to do, they wanted they wanted to make sure they wanted to put me as one of the beneficiaries with my with my uncles and my mom. And I'm like mm-hmm. I'm cool with that, and I think everybody else would be fine with that because they know where I, that I've always taken care of them. So yes. I, I don't think that would cause strife. Even even my cousin, I don't think I, somebody gonna have something to say. But if they yeah. real honest with themselves, they be like, "Well, Prentice is the person that's always been there. I always yeah. anything they need, I'm the person they call." So yeah. I was like, I'm comfortable with that. In, in like some of his his big stuff, like the house and stuff, we did. We set it up because seeing Veronica's parent, great, uh, deal with her, her grandparents' loss, we set this up that the house stays in the family only to the last person of, of the seven of us. So they had six children plus me. The, at the death of the, the last one of us, it has to be sold. Mm-hmm. And what we created in, in nobody's portion rolls down past them. So if any yeah. any any of the siblings die, they kids don't get their piece of the house. It stays mm-hmm. in just that group right there, and when the last person dies, then it has to be sold, and that could be divided by the heirs after that.
0: Yeah. yeah. But
1: but it, it's set up so you ain't got 17, 30 people locked into to a half-acre land and can't nobody sell, all that crap, and we ain't dealing with all that. We ain't finna deal with all that stuff. I'm <laughs> like, we ain't gonna put that in writing, and then we can take care of all that. So, yeah. like I said, man, I encourage you, he, like I say, and you keep talking, keep, keep pushing that man. Cause that it is important. He really, again, I, I just made a, I made a word document. And if y'all want me to, I can send you a copy uh, of the little word when I finish it up, uh, of the template I made. Um, but, but you're able to just go in and list the accounts, you list the balance, you put a date on it. And and just, again, just so everybody knows kind of where, the, where, the, where the stuff at. Um, yeah. Because, you know, old folks, man, your dad probably got money all around the house and uh, knows, every other place. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> you know, I like, who like, how are we going to know this?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, know it's, it's so frustrating. So frustrating. I understand. Like, it, it, it just don't make no sense.
1: <laughs> all right, man, we got to hit a little bit of sports before we get off here, man. I know uh, our family is starting to wake up, so we want to get that time back with them. Uh, I did want to. So since the last time we were on, we have a new national champion. Uh, LSU completed that dream season. Um, uh, mm-hmm. in 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 expert, that was an awesome game. I'll say this: both the 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 nothing has failed to meet my expectations up to yet. The national championship game lived up to my expectations. Uh, the Super Bowl lived up to my expectations from a, from a football standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope the NBA uh, playoffs don't let me down. <laughs> I, don't,
0: I don't think it will. <laughs>
1: Um, so I did want to ask this about about coming off the LSU Clemson thing. All the all the drama and talk by everybody except for the Burrows about Joe Burrow not wanting to go be the number one pick to the Cincinnati Bengals. Let me go on record and say, and I know we've talked about this. There's bad organizations. I'm not sold that Cincinnati is a bad organization to the extent of like
0: yeah Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, let me say this, Drake. I was going to say not to the extent of like the Cleveland Browns, not to the extent of looks like Jacksonville Jaguars. Why
0: not? Why not? Why not?
1: not? Cincinnati has had success sporadically in the past 15 to 16 years.
0: And and success is is calculated as what?
1: Made to the playoffs. Okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) They've had winning seasons.
1: Yeah, okay. They hadn't – they hadn't – they hadn't – they hadn't had head-scratching trade decisions like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, They hadn't just, you know what I'm saying? They they kept very high-profile players because they were committed to winning, and you know, like uh, Bur- Burfitt, uh, Tez They're mm-hmm. like, hey, but he's a, he's a good, I mean, you know, so I've...
0: And they had Chad Ochocinco for Yeah, a while.
1: yeah, they got uh, A.J. Green, I mean, you know, he's been hurt for the last four years now, though, uh, yeah. so I, I think I think they were too loyal. I think yeah. I think Cincinnati's problem was they were too loyal. They were yeah. too loyal to mediocrity with Marvin Lewis. They were too mm-hmm. loyal to mediocrity with Andy Dalton. I think their issue has been too too loyal. Yeah. But I haven't seen I haven't so seen sense, bad decisions a, a
0: bad... made. But okay, so but the the being too loyal is the bad Yeah, decision. well, true, true,
1: true. That is a bad decision.
0: Because <laughs> all those folks you just named that, that should have been let go or... They were all or bad decisions. Whatever, they're bad decisions.
2: <laughs> bad decisions.
0: So all I'm hearing in your argument, everything <laughs> that you bring up just tells me that they are a bad organization. <laughs> right? I, I... I'll say let me say this.
1: I'm gonna give them a pass unless they pass on Joe Burrow. <laughs> if they pass on Joe Burrow, yes, I think I'm I'm gonna put them in a bad in in, in in being a bad organization. You think you think you think they will? I, I mean there there's been subtle talk. Again, I don't know. I, I'm starting to believe I think other teams have tried to float talk. To try That's to convince them to, to f- yeah, yeah. get
0: <laughs> Convince them to take
1: take
0: the defensive
1: end. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. no. Nah, nah,
0: nah. We ain't doing
1: that. I'm like, listen, if y'all don't pick, if y'all don't pick this dude, this Cincinnati, this Ohio bred kid, like this, like the Lord done gave y'all something. If y'all don't mm-hmm. give, I mean like <laughs> this like, is a gift. This is a gift from the Lord. <laughs> because at the start of the season, everybody talking about tank for tour. I ain't saying that the Lord allowed to to get hurt, but I'm saying the Lord that gave y'all Joe Burrow. Like yeah. y'all, y'all weren't even in the conversation as being the number one pick at the start of the NFL mm-hmm. season, and mm-hmm. here you have it. You have the number one pick, and oh, lo and behold, the best, the number one player available on the board is a Cincinnati-born quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Like it kind of don't get no, it kind of don't get no, no, no better than that. So yeah. I, I mean, I'm, if they don't, if they don't make this decision. Then yes, but but look, Drake. Seriously though, man, look look. Now they have never won in the playoffs, Mm-mm. but since first, 2000, first round. Yeah, but since two thousand five, Drake. And again, here here. I guess here's the barometer for me. Do, well, let me ask you: Do you cut? Do you call Dallas Cowboys a bad organization? No. Well, this the Bengals record is as good or better than the Cowboys. So two thousand five. <laughs> Here, here's their record. 11-5, 8-8, 7-9, 4-11, 10-6, 4-12, 9-7, 10-6, 11-5, 10-5, 12-4, 6-9, 7-9, 6-10, 2-4. The last four mm-hmm. years have been really the tough years. But before that, they had a streak of winning at least 10 games uh, over over six to seven years. That's mm. I, I, so why I said I, I, don't, I don't put them in the category of the Cleveland Browns.
0: Yeah. I, I mean but... – How many? How many? How many championships do Dallas have? Dallas has four, I think. How many? Cincinnati got? Uh, None. All right, so they they they, they're not in the same boat.
1: Since since '93, they got the same amount of championships. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I'm just saying. Since '93. Cause again, okay. So if we go down that frame of mind, right? Mm-hmm. In the so the Dallas Cowboys became the America's team in the eighties and nineties, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, between eighty one and ninety three, the uh the what's them uh the Bengals went to went to two Super Bowls. They lost them, but they went to two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I, I mean Dallas just closed the deal, but they went as far. <laughs> I'm just
0: yeah.
1: I, I mean I. I I know what we think of them typically when we see them on a the record but when I looked a little bit deeper I was like I don't know that I put Cincinnati as like you know you 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 from the very start of our show you've you've laid this out I don't know that I put them as a bad franchise yet I I think I'm, I think I'm, that I'm, the Marvin I'm Lewis their thing ass in the boat. <laughs> I think I think the Marvin Lewis and I think even to me I think really the one bad decision was sticking with Marvin Lewis too long and, and, but yeah. if I'm very honest, from 2011 to 2015, again he averages 11 wins a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do I really say that they did? You know they did that too long.
0: Yeah.
1: It's tough. It's challenging. But again, I think the Lord has gifted them a special gift. <laughs> yes. And that's the ability to pick Joe Burrow as the number one pick. Um, I'm on the, I'm a little bit, I'm starting to be a little bit on the fence as to what type, if, if Chase Young is gonna be a transcendent player in the NFL. When I look back, I'm I'm mm, I don't know that I'm always sold that he'll be a transcendent player in the
0: NFL. Well, I will say the last. Several D-linemen that has, has has come from Ohio State have been dogs.
1: They have. Both the bolsters, Uh Yeah, yeah, you right. You right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right that, when you that, said that D-line now. D-line coach
0: is he the truth. possibly considered the, the best D-line coach in college.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now you,
0: you and, it's part, and it's part of who part of You, get, you talented, know gets. I mean? Yeah, mean? It's talent, yeah.
1: too, yeah. But now you're right when you said what you said. I ain't going to argue with you now. <laughs> so, anyway, Cincinnati, don't mess this up. Uh, I do think Miami are gonna go and take Tua as well. They um, going they gonna, they gonna ha- take Fitz Magic Magic uh, to 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 sit on to 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 gap it for a year. Let Tua get full and healthy. I'll tell them if that whoever takes Tua, Tua does not need to play football at all next year. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he, he needs I a agree. full year. Um, and let, before we leave the NFL, do you really think Tom Brady is going anywhere? I don't. I, I don't either. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of people talking Tom Brady is not leaving New England. Mm. New England ain't gonna uh, let Tom leave and Tom ain't gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Do you really think Tom Brady gonna go play for the Raiders? Like the Raiders? I heard people yeah, say they, the
0: Chargers.
1: The Chargers?
0: Because <laughs> it's LA and they bring yeah, up his wife. Yeah, yeah man, man, whatever.
1: Man, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Giselle don't make them call them decisions there. <laughs>
0: When Tom Brady passes, they are gonna sprinkle his ashes on that field in, in New England. In, 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 yes, <laughs> that's right. Yes,
1: Now nah, I, I agree. And then uh, now I do think Phillip Rivers is, is gone. I don't I don't think the Chargers gonna bring Phillip back.
0: Yeah, uh, that's, they they didn't, they didn't hit on him a little too long.
1: Yeah, uh, and and Dak is talking about sitting out for the Cowboys if the Cowboys don't pay him that money. However, he I, well, however, I, I heard him say this. Now I, I I'm good. I told you Jerry and them should have played him for the season anyway though. Yeah. And I think I think they should have gave him the 30. I don't think 30 was overpaying for him because of the market. Yeah. Now I've heard they offered him 33, and he turned it down. He said he wanted to be the highest-paid quarterback. Oh, okay. Now I got a problem. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Dak should be paid more than Russell Wilson. I don't think Dak should be paid more. There's several quarterbacks I don't think Dak should be paid more than. Yeah. I think thirty yeah. to thirty-three is the right number. That'll put him in the top five. But yeah, I, so I don't think he should be the top paid quarterback. Um and then I gotta ask you this before we get off, brother. Uh do you think Lamar Jackson and the Ravens choked? <laughs> um I don't know if
0: choke is the right name. Right right word for it. Um could they have played better? Could they have performed better? Yes. But I, I don't. I wouldn't say they choked.
1: So you don't think the moment got too big for them? I don't. I
0: don't. You think Tennessee was just that prepared? I do, man. I mean, because Tennessee, you know, they – He came it, out of nowhere, it, man. At one point, they looked like they were about to be in the Super Bowl over Kansas City. They did. They came out of nowhere. The
1: whole the, the, the whole playoffs, they was, they was the underdog. They was doing their thing, yeah. man. But then they were they were thumping
0: people. They were, they were just straight beating people down. They were not like, oh, they one by one point or they, nah, they won by no, hell. No, no, no. no, they were. Derek hearing right. Hey, they're here hearing left.
1: What's our what's our what's our motto? Blow them out, leave no doubt. Leave no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> blowing them out, brother. <clears> it, 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 it was getting ugly. It was getting ugly. Now I, I talked about uh, watch calling him, what he wanted. Word on the street also is Derrick Henry has already said that he wants to be the highest paid running back in the NFL. And he should be. You believe he should be? Yes. Okay. I I, I said if I was Derrick Henry, I want to be the highest paid running back in the NFL. Yes. <laughs> As well. Only yes. because you automatically know, especially with how he runs,
0: he yeah, only he got, got so lot. many
1: he only got so many carriers in him. He ain't got no. He's Eddie George. He only got so many carries in him. Yes. So you better get that, whatever he get that paper right now. And somebody gonna make him the highest paid uh, player in the NFL. Uh, is he
0: also a free agent? <laughs> he is a free
1: agent too. Oh yeah, so, you're right. Somebody, somebody gonna make to him the highest paid Tennessee player in the NFL. That's right. Andy. And, <laughs> and gonna get Tannehill. Tannehill did what you need him to do. Go yeah. now. I wouldn't make Tannehill no top five or top ten quarterback paid. Now no. I keep that a little bit in perspective. But, but yes. i go on to pay Tannehill and go on, go on, pay Derek and, and do what y'all did this year, hand the beast the ball. <laughs> Get yeah. out the way. Uh, Big Drake, are you excited or not to, to the start of the XFL season?
0: I am excited because, for one, <laughs> I was talking to my wife last Sunday. I'm like, this is the greatest day and also the saddest day. She's like, what you mean? Well, it's the Super Bowl. Is Who the, didn't end, make the Super Bowl? It is officially in the of football. In the football, like, <laughs> there's no more football. So I'm excited to have some some football. I just want it to be good football. Like the the what's what's the name of the league they had last year? Because they had a league last year. Yeah, they they purposely tried to get out before. Is that a uh, a
1: a f c or a a c? American
0: football something. It, it like, folded. So, yeah, I mean, like mid season. Yeah. And, yeah. Like they had a couple of games and the games were good. The football was good. That's the main thing. People want to see good football. So we're like, man, this, this ain't bad. And then, all of a sudden, I, like I did, I didn't understand what happened. Like mid-season, it folded, and I thought people were watching it. So I think people I watch think, it, but I
1: don't think people was coming to the games.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. I, I, I do think there's a need for football, but. it's it's still cold outside right now. It is. And if you're up in the northern states...
1: I I ain't coming
0: out. Yeah. Not coming out. (laughs) The NFL has such... I mean, they've cornered the market. They've monopolized it. So I I think whatever league, whether it's the XFL, it has to be good quality football. It can't be gimmicky. But they still have to find their lane. And they, they can't... I think all these other leagues... And I thought, with the exception of the league last year, I didn't think they were trying to compete with the NFL. They weren't. That's why they put in their seasons outside. I don't really know what happened with that. But all the other leagues, to some extent, they were trying to compete with the NFL and hope that they would draft players uh, and take from the NFL and do all this other stuff. I mean, that is just not going to happen. Nope. You're not going to take from the (laughs) NFL. So I do think you need to find a lane that is complementary to the NFL. Maybe like a farm system to where the guys can go from this league into the NFL. Possibly to to to, to <laughs>
1: set yourself up as a feeder.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. But show the NFL your worth. <laughs> I'm just excited because it's going to be football. And, and i mean that XFL was bad, man. It, I mean, but it was innovative enough to where the NFL took some things from the XFL That's and they right. use it today. And, so and I'm looking. The one big look,
1: difference this year, mm-hmm. there is this time around. It's like if you look at he he got some really experienced coaches. So you know he mm-hmm. got some good coaches that we know. The talent level. I mean, you know they put the Landry Jones, Cardell Jones. I mean they went and got mm-hmm. some talented players. So so again I I do I'm like you, where the other XSFL, we didn't even know the players' names. So that's why they had uh you hate me
0: uh, on on yeah. the jersey because
1: I don't know who you are. Yeah.
0: So at yeah. least give me a moniker. I,
1: uh I don't
0: know you enough to hate
1: you. Yeah. I heard the, the rundown. <laughs> this one has seventy four former SEC players, sixty-two big tens, fifty-eight um uh Pac twelve. I mean, so it's it's yeah. comprised of people we actually probably should know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam, Sammy Wat- yeah. Sammy Jones, Sam, Sam what's the what's the what's the old boy from Auburn? Sammy Sammy Davis um, Jr. Uh Sammy uh the wide receiver.
0: I know who you're talking about.
1: Man, anyway, getting... he's on the team. Okay, so I've seen a couple of scrimmages of him. He he burning folks. So okay, you gonna have some yeah, folks. He was fast. He just couldn't yeah, catch. Yeah, he just couldn't catch. He can catch it in the cradle. <laughs> he just can't run a route.
0: <laughs> he run yeah. a and, fly and, route. And, 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 and so this is an argument. I ain't gonna say an argument, but this is a thing I, I bring up in meetings all the time. And of course, I'm I'm the D line coach, so I, I just I you know I, I say my piece sparingly, but. We're there watching film on wide receivers. Oh, he can't do this. He can't do that. He not top fast. He not. Blah, 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 blah. I don't like. Can he catch? <laughs> like to to me, yeah. Be, being fast and all that stuff. Those are needed criterias. But you can the work main to improve thing, that other stuff. Yes, the main thing. Can he catch? And and we we hadn't seen him drop a ball yet. That, that means something. That's right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean. So. <laughs> That means that means
1: telling to run five yards and turn around and throw it to him yes
0: because <laughs> if get, i keep doing that guess what i got touched touchdown. <laughs> yes yes so i just really want to
1: see good football, quality football i'm with you uh, quick quick update for the it was the aAF it was the alliance of American football and let okay, me let yeah. me tell you what they chapter seven bankruptcy paper said mm-hmm. they claimed 11 million in assets against 48 million in debt <laughs> in cash okay. on hand, was $536,000. <laughs>
0: that's yeah, why they phoned him. Enough. <laughs> that's not enough.
1: Well, like, I don't understand how... I don't understand how they got there.
0: Yeah, like, you, you, you have... And I'm pretty sure you have all this money. I mean, because you got to pay coaches and teams and... I mean, every aspect of, of creating a club as far as logos and a pair, I mean, you have to create all that stuff. So... He the, had... The, did do you not have enough capital to even start the team. You know what no, I mean, sir.
1: The chairman of the league had already spent seventy million Oh, what to get it started. Oh, he had spent seventy million to get it up and running, and he mm. just finally said, "I'm I'm done. This is it. That's all I got." Dang <laughs> <Hey>, man! <laughs> when he went and checked that account, like, hold on. I know I, got I, had, I know I had. I, <laughs> I know I had eighty-two million last
0: last last year.
1: What is going yeah. on? No, nah, man, I can't do I, this. I
0: thought because the XFL is doing what what they did. They they got notable coaches. I mean, Michael Vick was on the team, and not on the team like a coach on the team, but they were getting. Prominent name people that would interest us into watching, but you. But But remember, when
1: they put it out there, they put it out there. But then when you watch the game, that those people weren't ever. I never turned to a game and saw those folks. Mm. So Mike Vick was associated with the Atlanta team. Ah, gotcha. But I never turned on and saw him. I never saw him on the sideline. I never, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they went and got names to just to try to drum up business. Yeah. To me, the, A, the the XFL Vince McMahon, he done went got fuzzy like nope, Uh, what's old buddy from Oklahoma? Um, Bob Stoops. Stoops, Stoops is coaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, other team yeah. had Spurrier, but this you know Stoops is coaching. I mean, so they got quality people coaching. They went on and secured some quarterbacks that had been cut from rosters, but but we remember Cardell Jones. You know, that shotgun yeah. 12, twelve gauge shotgun. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah. they, they did go get some cats um that was notable. Now I have already saw like one uh um uh oh, man, there was a cat from Texas. He played quarterback. But anyway, I just saw where he beat out um he beat out one of the notable quarterbacks they got. And this dude mm. like five ten. You know, the dude that beat him mm. out is like five ten uh and, and played for Baylor. But like, yeah, he chunking it all over the field. Yeah. <laughs> so luckily we'll get a chance to see some underdogs like that too. Like you mm-hmm. are going to see some no names, but when you see him play, you should be able to say, oh, that's why he playing here. Yeah. Like he, he a goon. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he just yeah. ain't
1: the prototypical size or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kicks I'm off excited. today. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to watch. I'm, gonna watch. <laughs> you gonna yeah, I'm going two, to watch. You're going get and, me for unless- two, three weeks at least.
0: Yeah. You're get me for two, three weeks. Cause I, man, I remember when when the ratings were starting to fall, and they were talking about we're gonna bring a cameraman into the Chili's locker room. Like, you know the the the, the teenager in me and and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I'm an adult. Like no, that was yeah, oh on, a man. gimmick. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. we am playing we're playing football. What we we'll doing
1: here? But like this one, they gonna have they gonna give they gonna give sideline reports like on the field during the game. Yeah, like after yeah. people score. They're going to be getting, yeah. <laughs> They're going to get interviews to them. I'm like, "Okay, that may be the, they're going to let you listen in to the coach's calls." Yeah. So
0: I'm, I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah. So
1: I'm like, "Oh man, I did, okay, that's what that play, the that XYZ light like, 376, okay? All right? Oh, that's what that play at back." <laughs> so again, I think uh, to your point, like the first time, I think they really put some things in that may push the game of football and challenge what how we know football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah be able to add an experience that's different so all right big drake man we're gonna get a chance to go and get up here with these families man any, any pardon words for the folks man
0: love just love <laughs> i mean really genuine love people and, and work at it you know it, it, it's a tough thing but just try to love people inclusion rather than the exclusion and the answer is always love
1: yeah I I, I echo your comments and I'll tell y'all, so I'll I'll go ahead and preface you for, for you this time. My, my, my last song selection is different than most y'all know. I usually give y'all some crunk good gospel hip hop or whatever. Uh, this one ain't no crunk gospel hip hop. Uh, but it is a song that since I heard it the first time has touched me. Um, and it's because I think, you know, just, we talked about judgment. I think the young lady that he tapped to sing this song, um, I think the Lord sent her this song to sing for mm-hmm. her to sing to herself because we've seen her on social media and some other stuff and I'm sure many just like probably I have in in fleeting thought be like, mm, why are you doing that? You're supposed to be this. <clears throat> and I've even had to catch myself because I'm like, yeah, but she got demons just like everybody else yeah. that she's had to fight just like everybody else. And so Donna Lawrence is song Deliver Me with Leandria Johnson, has spoke Mm -hmm. to me. And I just want, I don't know, I felt the urge to play it for us and for our listeners today. And here's the message here, is no matter where you are, no matter what your life is, no matter how many times you've messed up, God is more than, God is not like man. He doesn't Mm -hmm. judge us. He he, he will judge us in a day, but he is opening and forgiving of all that we've ever done. And we talked about a lot of people in the Bible, but one of my favorite people is when we talk about Paul, who had the conversion on Damascus Road. Remember, Paul was a person that went around killing Christians, persecuting Christians for Mm -hmm. a job. And when he talked in his latter years, when he talked to Timothy, he said this phrase, he said, of sinners, I am chief. And it's amazing to me that one of the major writers of the Old New Testament, is the same man that was able to say, of sinners, I'm chief. That tells yeah. you about the forgiving power of who God is. Yes. Whatever you're going through, wherever you're at, I challenge you. Seek the Lord, because the Lord is more than willing to deliver us from wherever we are. Family, we love you, man. Hey, we're we going to get there. We got a couple things behind us. Keep thank you for hanging in with us. Thank you for refreshing the app
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> to, yes. to catch us, yes.
1: man. And uh I hope we give you everything you need, man. Pass it on. Share the word. Share the website with folks. Send them the link, man. Tell them that it's your boy Kingpin. Big Drake is on the Made Men Radio show. And they ain't just talking about sports. They talking about how we do this thing called life together. We love your yes. family. We'll catch you on the flip side. We out of here.
2: Peace. He leads me beside still waters, He restoreth my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right, but sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past, hurt, abuse, molestation, but we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Deliver me Cause all I seem to do is Hurt me Hurt me